Hey guys, it's Jackson, and welcome back to another episode of Reality Talk, the podcast. Now this week, Bravo fans are going to love me because I have a very special treat. So if you love all things Bravo, then keep listening. I got the amazing opportunity to interview my girl, Leah Diaz, from Married to Medicine, Los Angeles. Now, if you're not familiar with the Married to Medicine franchise on Bravo, it currently airs, um, it has franchises in two different cities, so Atlanta and Los Angeles. Um, they did have a show in Houston a few years back, but it, it only lasted one season. And there might be more um, cities coming to the franchise, you never know. So, um, but it's a, it's an amazing show, an amazing franchise, and honestly, it's one of my favorite shows ever, so, um, I absolutely love it, but basically it follows, um, doc, female doctors, and then also doctors' wives, um, and they're kind of, like, exclusive social circle, and, um, their lives, you know, how they're really married to medicine, so if they're a physician, um, with their patients, and, how much they really put into their work and their career and their livelihood. And if they're a wife, um, usually it shows them with their family and they're, you know, dealing with their husband being very, you know, gone a lot, very busy. And it also shows their lives, you know, um, being successful business owners and having things going on for themselves and not just being a doctor's wife. And actually my guest, um, Leah, she is definitely not your typical doctor's wife. Um, she has multiple businesses. Um, she's a beauty boss. She owns Girl Cave LA, which is a huge chain of beauty supply stores. It's in Los Angeles, but they're, they've expanded to other cities. Um, her and her husband have a juice bar, a lounge. She also recently, um, now is, uh, has taken over Hype Hair Magazine. Um, and they, they have a lot of great content. So please, I will link all of her stuff in the description. So please check it out because she has a lot going on. <laughs> um, but she had a lot going on actually when she was on Married to Medicine Los Angeles this past season that just aired, um, really just a few months back, actually now, um, she was a new cast member, the show, it was in the show's second season, and she came on, and she, she really spiced things up, um, she was, she's definitely not afraid to say what she really thinks, um, and get into it with the other ladies, so, um, I absolutely adore her, um, I've, I've loved her since she, we, we met her on the show and um, I've gotten to know her pretty well. And actually through this interview, we talk about everything. So if you're curious about what her life was like, is like outside of the show, because on the show, we really didn't get to see a lot of her businesses and her family. So we talk a lot about that. And a lot of people are curious why her husband, he is a psychiatrist, why her husband was not on the show. And she reveals that information um, so anyone that was skeptical about her husband and where he's at and she, she gives it to you all and gives it to you straight and there, there's no, <laughs> there's no hiding it and you'll get all of that tea, um, in the interview. And also, um, we talk about the show and her opinion on it and where the status of the show stands and if 
we'll be seeing some more episodes of Married to Medicine Los Angeles um, coming up. But um, without further ado, here is my interview with Leah Diaz from Married to Medicine Los Angeles. I hope you guys enjoy. So how have you been doing? How have things been going lately? Good, I can't complain. Yes. Um, you know, I, I took over um, Hyper Magazine. Yes, and I just saw you released um, with um, Sierra from Love & Hip Hop Atlanta. And yes. yes, yes, yes. I can't remember who, okay, who else was on that issue? I remember, was it... Um, was it one of the twins, the new, not twins, the new sisters from Basketball Wives? Were they? Yeah, they're... so uh, Nia, Nia Dorsey, we have Ooh. a feature on her. We have a feature on um, Latrice from Bell Collective. Oh, my um, gosh. Yeah, she, her hair company, we're featuring her. We have um, Dr. Heavenly. Her cover is dropping tomorrow. We did a double cover because we just had so many, like, mm. um, things we wanted to put out because we were quiet for so long. So it's happening. Yes. Well, okay. So I want to kind of go back to the beginning of everything. So before Married to Medicine LA, and we talked about this before a little bit, but you have some TV experience. So you did that show on OWN, right? On Mm -hmm. Oprah Winfrey Network. Um, And they were like helping you with your business and that went really well, right? Yeah, it did. So I did that show when I first, so I've been doing this for six years now. And I did that show um, right after my first year in business. So I was very um, new to it. There was a lot of things I needed to learn, but I'm so happy that I had it because not just the stuff that they taught us on camera or we went through on camera there was just so much support from the host Mahisha and like the crew just to like help they, everybody wanted me to win and I felt that um and so it was really good to feel supported because your first year in business is hard like I was feeling a little defeated so to get a call from the Oprah Winfrey network after having like uh, obviously the hardest year in business my first year it was it's really what kept me going wow that's awesome and then yeah. I can't remember. Did you do some other television stuff as well for your business? You were featured on some other things too, right? Yeah. So I got to film with um, Nisi Nash and uh, that crew for Claws on TNT. It was really fun. Yes, um, yes. Yeah. TNT featured like girl bosses. And I was one of like four women that they picked here in LA and they highlighted my beauty business. And I got to hang out with Nisi Nash for the day. And they, they like, they had a whole crew here from Atlanta um, that just, they just showed my business so much love. So that was really fun, especially Claws. Like Claws is such a beauty type of business you know it's like nail shop kind of right it was really cool oh that's awesome and then you ended up doing married to medicine los angeles which is a very big deal (laughs) yes Um, yes (laughs) and so you joined season two um as one of the new girls and um so what did you think of um, the first season of the show? Um, 
to be honest with you, I didn't love it, but I watched it. So I mm-hmm. love Atlanta. Let me go back. So I love Married to Medicine Atlanta. Like that is, to me, that is the best show on Bravo. I think it's, it's, I can watch it all day. So mm-hmm. I'll take that. Um, and so when I saw that the LA show was coming out, I was like, well, that's interesting. I'm married to medicine. I'm in LA. How come they didn't find me? So <laughs> right. Like, but I just felt like the, the <clears throat> cast was um, because I, I got to know these girls, obviously, after filming. When I look back, I'm like, I don't feel like everybody was being themselves. Um, mm-hmm. And so I kind of think that that came through um, season one and maybe a little bit season two also. Um, but that was my first impression. Um, obviously, I love Damani on the show. Uh, she's my homegirl in real life. And um, I just, I, I don't know, I just didn't love season one. Right. Now, when they approached you for season two, um, were you, I mean, I know you, since you love Mary DeVis and Atlanta, were, but since LA was kind of, it wasn't, it, wasn't the greatest their first season. How did you, were you hesitant at all to join the show? Were you looking forward to it to kind of like maybe spice things up a little bit? Yeah. Like I, um, I wasn't hesitant. I wanted to do it. I was excited to do it. I pushed to do it. Um, it was all, me being on the show was a hundred percent me wanting to do it. So it wasn't mm-hmm. like, Oh, like Bravo chased me or my husband pushed me. I was like, no, I want to be on the show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I was excited to do it. And then, um, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just so much to that question, but I, <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> No, I get it. No, and I mean, I I think you definitely spiced things up season two. Yeah, and I wanted I wanted the show to be more authentic, right? Mm-hmm. So when I watched <clears throat> the show season one, I'm like, mm, these girls not really being themselves, or something doesn't feel right or seem right. It feels like a little too Hollywood. Right. When I started filming. I wanted to because I am from LA. No shade to anyone else in the show, but I am from LA, born and raised, been here my whole life, and I wanted to bring that to the show and it is who I am. So I definitely um, was optimistic about being a part of the cast. Yes. So um, you knew Imani prior to the show. Did you have any connection to any of the other ladies before you joined the show? No, I didn't. I didn't know um, any of the ladies. And to be honest with you, Imani um, and my husband worked together. And so they had like a work relationship. So mm-hmm. we weren't, I, 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 you know, I knew her and I knew of her, but we weren't like hanging out because it's kind of weird to, you know, be hanging out with your husband's coworkers. Right. Um, <laughs> but when the show opportunity came up, obviously I reached out to her and I said, this opportunity is on the table. And she why we became so cool is she took me under her wing. She was like, let me tell you what it is. Like, I got you. She walked me through everything. Even my first day of filming, like, I'll never forget. I was a little ashy on my elbows. And Imani was like, here, girl, take this cocoa butter because this is high definition TV. Like, Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) So we have um, we have that type of relationship. Um, I just felt like she always wanted um, me to succeed. And I felt the same way about her. Oh, that's awesome. Now, going, since you did watch the first season, um, who did you expect um, that you would 
kind of vibe with and become friends with based off watching the show? And then who were you, who, who maybe didn't you really like the first season um, just from a viewer's perspective coming in and filming? Cause that's kind of an interesting experience. You watch the, you know, you watch these ladies on TV and then you actually like are on the show yourself and you get to interact with them and, you know, that's kind of a different experience. Yeah, I think Britain was my favorite watching the show. Oh, um, uh-huh. I thought that her dynamic was interesting. I thought it was interesting that she moved across the country. I thought her look was interesting. So as a viewer, she was one of um, my favorites. Amani was obviously one of my favorites. And not that I didn't like the wives. I just didn't connect to them. Like, mm-hmm. um, from watching the show, um, you know. And that's how, that's how I felt as a viewer. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and then um, you, during this season, and I know now things have changed a little bit, but, you know, during your time on the show, you did not get along well with Shanique or Jasmine. And, right. and I have talked before, and you have even said that you and Shanique have, at the very beginning of the, when you started filming, you and she got into a very heated argument that wasn't shown. And um, but can you talk anything about that and what happened? Maybe for people that don't know. Yeah, I mean, if I'm being frankly honest, I felt like coming into it, I was maybe a little naive, and so I suspected <clears throat> that everybody was gonna be excited that I was coming to the cast, and everybody was going to you know, want to film with me and be cool with me. But that wasn't the case. The truth is, is that I think that the wives on the show, um, maybe not so much Shanique, but Shanique and Jasmine were were hit buddies at the time. (laughs) Um, I think Jasmine felt threatened by me coming on the show. And I've, I've talked to her about it. And she doesn't agree, but that's what I felt. And that's what I saw. I think that she had a problem with another wife from Inglewood, married to a psychiatrist that lived in Beverly Hills. Like we're very similar. Mm -hmm. Um, If you meet us, we're totally different. Right. Um, But on paper, we, you know, we, we live down the street from each other. We literally live three minutes away from each other. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're both from Inglewood and our husbands are both psychiatrists here in LA. Like it's a small circle. You would think, you know, it would be a good situation, but I think she saw it as a threat to her position on the show because she wasn't a full-time cast member the first year. Right. Um, and I think that that spilled over into filming. And I think that she was nasty. I don't think I know she was nasty. I know Shanique was not nice at all. And in an effort to, I guess, align with her friend, um, I just felt like I wasn't treated nicely. And Shanique and I have hashed this out multiple times. Um, since we stopped filming after the fact, like I've just told her how she, how I felt and she's told me how she's felt. And she felt like I came in a little too strong, you know, mm. <laughs> not really respecting that they had been there before and that she, you know, you know, she just, she had an opinion about me and I get it. Um, but I think for me, what I've learned is like to separate the two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, because a lot of the issues that I had with Jasmine, I didn't have with Shanique and vice versa. And because they were so close, it almost felt like I was dealing with both of them at the same time. Right. Right. And yeah, I think definitely maybe on the show, maybe they 
felt like they had an alliance with each other. And that's unfortunately on reality TV, you do kind of people build alliances and uh, it's, it's a crazy world. It's kind of like an alternate universe. It seems like, but um, yeah, I think they, maybe they just created an alliance and it seemed like they, it was, they wanted it to be them against everybody else. And they were always going to have each other's back no matter what. And Mm -hmm. even if they were wrong, yeah, that's hard. I, definitely get it but I'm glad that Shanique kind of sees looking back that maybe that wasn't the best thing and treating you a certain way just because Jasmine was didn't really like you but hey things happen when you're filming a reality show so right and then in her defense I mean she didn't know me she didn't know if she could try like we didn't get to spend tons of time together prior to filming so she probably came in like okay well jasmine is the one who i have the relationship with i don't know if i can trust this girl that i just met right like i don't know her mm-hmm. um, but she aligned with who she felt comfortable with but I don't, I don't think it was right 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 um so where did your issues with jasmine where do you think they really started see that's the thing i don't know mm. like when you don't get along with somebody there's like a clear thing like okay I don't like you for this reason or I have an issue with you for this reason I don't even think she can explain it I don't Mm. think she can articulate it I don't know what the problem I just know that it was like we were cool before we started filming and then day one of filming I got like a totally different person that I met in all these pre-casting and and pre-filming meetings and and, and that's And so it was odd to me because I'm like, damn, girl, I thought we were going to be friends. I thought we were going to be cool. And she just, I don't know. I don't even, honestly, I think if you asked her, I don't even think she could tell you. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And then since, you know, since the season has aired and everything's been out there and it's been a while now since the season aired and since you guys have filmed, have things changed at all between you and Jasmine? Have you guys been able to talk it out at all? Has she maybe had a change of heart? Mm -mm, No, she actually has been, um, we don't, we have no relationship. We don't talk. I don't even think I have her number stored in my phone. We Mm. don't follow each other on Instagram. Like there's no, there's no connection at all for any reason. Mm Now, is he still friends with Shanique? Are they still close? Um, I don't know that they're close. I I assume that they're still friends. I don't, you know, I can't speak on it because what I've decided and what um, Shanique has decided is that we just don't talk about her. Like, our friendship and our relationship are totally separate from our relationship with Jasmine. And so I just don't, I don't bring it up and she don't bring it up. So. I, I, Jasmine could be in, in Mexico right now. I wouldn't even know living in Mexico. I, I, we don't, we have no contact, no communication. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then, but the good thing is your relationship with Shanique has definitely grown a lot stronger. And I think, um, people can even see on social media, you guys have vacationed together and celebrated your birthday together. And so how's that kind of seeing a different side of her? It's good. It's good. I mean, honestly, you need more allies in this life than you need enemies. And so I was just really grateful that we turned a corner, to be honest with you, because I I like Shanique. I, I, I love her family. Um, her kids are amazing. Robert is amazing. Like, she's she has an amazing family. Like, when mm-hmm. you think about real life, like, she has it um, with the love that she has from her husband and her kids. It's just 
is cool, is good energy to be around. And so you want to be around good people, um, especially here in L.A., because there's so many fraudulent people. So I wanted a relationship with these ladies. I wanted a positive interaction with them. So I'm I'm really happy that we're in a good place. Um, and even when she launched her business, I was so excited for her because I know that she has it in her. Um, so I really am happy that our relationship dynamic has changed. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I'm so glad to hear that. Um, now, like Jasmine, now yours is a different situation, but um, so Jasmine's husband never in the two seasons that she's been on, he's never been on the show or you know, they can barely like utter his name or show photos of him or anything. Right. Now people know like your husband was not on the show, but it was for a different reason. So can you explain why your husband was not on the show compared to why Jasmine's was not? Yeah, it was a, it was a few reasons, but mainly it was a contractual issue with the network. My Mm -hmm. husband, had some um, legal things going on. He had some stuff going on with another network. He was filming a documentary. And I think for a big network like Bravo, they just were like, this is too much. Like they didn't want to navigate it. And I totally get it. And mm-hmm. so I think, um, he, I got casted with my husband. We did my, mm-hmm. all of my, if you look at any of my pre videos before we started filming, my husband is in them. Like mm-hmm. he's why I got casted on the show because he is such a dynamic person and he's a big personality. And so the production company got to meet him. Everybody on the cast and crew got to meet him. And I think what the difference is is that, yeah, my husband wasn't on camera, but he was around a lot. Mm -hmm. Most times when I was filming and I was tired, he dropped off. He picked me up. The crew knew him. All my cast knows him. They've been to our house. We've been out to eat together. We've traveled together. Um, I think the difference was is that um, her marriage was so like secretive. We, we never met him. We never got to see him. We never got to have any interaction with him. And it almost became like a little, like middle finger up to you. Like he don't even want to meet you. And I think that that's mm-hmm. when it became because so it's like, I get everybody is not cut for reality TV. Um, and I get that every doctor would not want to be on a show like medicine for whatever reason. And so that's a personal choice that she and her husband made, but about it, I thought was weird because we're all professionals. Why wouldn't you want to meet people that your wife works with? That's weird. Right. Right. That's absolutely. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, now, um, so on the show and a lot of people have commented on the commented on this, um, you were kind of on the show, you're kind of tagged as, uh, Imani's friend and we really didn't get to see your personal life as much as I think fans really wanted to um so how did you feel kind of seeing that you know that we that fans really didn't get to see as much of you as um they had hoped and kind of being tagged as like her friend um I know you kind of understand why because of your husband's situation but yeah I mean it's a um it was a it was a dig at my ego. I'm not gonna lie. If I'm being transparent, that's what it is. Like you watch a show and you think to yourself, like, damn, like, um, I'm, I got a lot going on. Why didn't they show this or show that? So it definitely does affect your ego when you watch it back, or affect my ego when I watched it back. But I understood the decision. Um, and to be honest with you, looking back on it, 
I don't feel, um, I don't know how to say it. Like, I don't feel like, I mean, I feel like it's, it's the show's loss. Like, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like that's, it's unfortunate that they didn't because we do have such a huge life. And my husband and I work mm-hmm. together and we had these big businesses together and a bar and all of these, these things that we do that are so amazing and dynamic. So you look back and you say, well, wow, that was a missed opportunity to showcase mm-hmm. this or show that or show the dynamic. So, I mean, it is what it is, but I'm not, I'm kind of like past it. I'm like, you know what? That's the decision that they made. That's what the call that they made is on there. <laughs> right. Right. Um, now, and I know you've talked about this publicly and um, as of right now, so married to medicine, Los Angeles is not going to come back for another season unless something changes, which could always happen. What was your reaction kind of finding out that most likely the show wasn't going to be back for another season? Yeah, I mean, I was disappointed, but I understood it. Um, And that's the difference um, when you like run a business and I understand business. Like, I don't take the decision personally. I don't feel like Bravo looked at me as a person and said, oh, Leah, we don't like you. We're not bringing you back. Mm-hmm. I feel like Bravo looked at the performance of the show and, and said, this is not okay. And it's a business decision and they film and they produce and they, they, they broadcast tons of shows. And if you don't, you really have one opportunity to make a show work. I think Southern charm New Orleans is a different story than us. Cause I think that was a great show. I it love was. Southern charm, New Orleans. but I watching back our show from a business perspective, I see what the network is saying. There were lots of um, things about our show that weren't great. If I'm being honest and being transparent, I think that we are great women. And I think that um, we have great stories. But I just think from the viewer's perspective, they didn't get to see that. And it's it's not a great show watching it back. Um, and so, I, you know, my hope is that we do get another opportunity, maybe on like a streaming service. But I also hope that if we do come back, that the cast also takes, you know, some accountability and says, you know what, this is what it is. Like you have to be committed to this and you have to be transparent and you can't be on a show like married to medicine and not showcase your life, your real life. Um, that's what you sign up for. It's not like we're on a scripted TV show. This is a reality TV show. We, so we have to show up authentically as who we are. And I don't think all of us did that. And I think it shows. Right. Right. And that's, Hey, that's a good way to look at it. Um, and I think, like you said, I think, I, I think it also, I think would have helped if, you know, obviously the situation with your husband, he couldn't film, but I think, you know, I think if they give you guys another chance, I think that would be a great dynamic to kind of show your life and then, you know, be able to show that. Cause that'd be, that seems like a really interesting kind of storyline and seems very real and raw and, um, you know, I think if some of the other ladies maybe showed some different storylines as well and maybe added some new people, too, to the mix, because I'm sure L.A. has a lot to offer as far as, um, you know, interesting people that would be great for the show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. Now, what what would your, if you could be, if you were um, a producer and you were able to choose um who would you know what would your changes be to the show and who would you bring back and or what what kind of direction do you think you would want the show to go personally um i think if you do the show you definitely have to bring back 
Amani. I feel mm-hmm. like Amani is the staple doctor on the show. I think you have to bring back Shanique. I think that she's a staple wife on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that um, obviously myself, I yes. bring a dynamic to the show that is just authentic and it's not what everybody, you know, is used to seeing on reality TV because I'm a little, I call myself a little hood rich. I'm a little bit of everything, <laughs> you know, I'm a little ghetto, but I'm also a little lied <clears throat> to at the same time. So I, I like that dynamic. Um, and then other than that, I feel like everything up is, else is up, up for discussion. I think that whatever doctor is on the show, they got to let their hair down. They got to be not just physicians on TV, but they got to be people. We got to see people authentically. And so that means having a drink and that means letting your hair down. And that means, you know, when you watch Married to Medicine Atlanta, Simone, Heavenly, them doctors, they they make you want to go hang out with them. Mm-hmm. They make you want to um, to be friends with them. I don't know that when you watch our show that the dynamic is you want to be our friend. I don't, I don't feel that way. Um, and I just hope that if the show does come back, that people come to the show that, you know, you want to be cool with, you want to be their friend. Right. Right. Um, now what about Dr. Kendra? Because she was a newbie as well in season two. And I think she brought an interesting dynamic, but unfortunately mm-hmm. since she was only on one season as well, I don't know if we got to see enough of her to really get to know her, but she seems a lot of, like a lot of fun. Yeah, I agree. Kendra is 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 most fun. Um, she lets her hair down. And I think that people also forget, too, that when we started filming, Kendra was maybe like four months postpartum. Her, mm-hmm. her baby was very brand new. She, even when we were filming our sizzles, Kendra was pregnant. Wow. Yes. So she was pregnant. And then when I first started interacting with her, um, she had maybe just had a baby like 30 days before. Oh. Like, yeah. So um, I know who she is. I know that she's a lot of fun and I know that she's like a big ball of energy. So I think she does bring a great dynamic to the show. Mm-hmm. Now, um, on the show with Kendra, actually, um, the funny thing is, and this was a little argument between you and Shanique, and I'm sure it got blown out of proportion because of the show, but, you know, you had that little argument about Kendra's Air Force outfit and that oh you're shading it and, um, you know, that you were talking behind her back, but it really wasn't that serious, obviously. But what is the real story with that situation? Yeah, the real story is that I was talking shit, but I, I mean, it was it was it was in a it was a harmless way. It was in a uh, it wasn't a nasty way. It was a funny way because I'm a jokester. I like to talk shit, and I and I can take it. I don't just dish it. I can take it. So I was. I first met Kendra. I was like, what does she have on? Is she? A, I literally was like, oh, she must be in the military, like Britain, because she dressed like a pilot, and it was a joke. <laughs> Yeah, we had we you know we had been drinking and we were talking and it was it was it was fun shade it was really it was funny and we laughed about it and it was a joke and what's funny is is that um you know they laughed about it too so when they brought it back to the table I was like wait hold up how are you gonna bring it up like I did something bad you guys were laughing too and, mm-hmm. and things were said about other people and you know what's What's crazy is some of the things that were told to me, I would never repeat it on camera in an interview. I just felt like it was, you know, it was girl talk. And so to have Mm, girl talk mm -hmm. brought back in that way, I was like, okay, I got you guys. 
I see where we're going with this. So. Right, right. No, I completely get it. Yeah, that was an interesting argument. But I think, I mean, over over the whole season, and I like, I really like Married to Menace in Los Angeles. At least the second season, I did because I enjoyed you and I enjoyed Kendra. And um, but overall, that was probably one of the biggest arguments that you guys had over the whole season was over the over that little comment. Other than that, there wasn't a ton of other huge drama to go off of, at least from what they showed. So um, at least that part was entertaining. (laughs) Uh, Now I'm going to kind of talk about some different topics from the season and you can kind of give your opinion on them and uh, maybe give some insight on different little hot topics from the season. So let's start with um, Britain and her husband's, situation where her kids wanted to sleep in the bed and kicked Mac out of the bedroom. How, what did you think of that whole story? I think it was crazy. I think it was nuts. <laughs> I feel like that was not... Um, okay, so I'll say this. While we were filming, I didn't know that that's what her story was. Mm-hmm. And had I known, I would have been like, girl, what? No. <laughs> Put them kids in the bed, in their bed, and yeah, that was just like a whole mess to me when I saw that back. I was like, this is a joke, right? <laughs> like, really not having no conversations about her big kids being in the bed with her man. No. Right. <laughs> um, just a side note, I do her um, friendship with Contessa because I do think, you know, I like their history. And I think that's maybe also something that Mary de in L.A., is a, missing a little bit is that like that history with one another since Atlanta those ladies a lot of them do have you know history with each other they know each other pretty well and I think LA at least when you guys were filming the show it was kind of like people you just put together random people from LA into a group and you were trying to be friends but it's hard when you don't have that real long rich history and relationships that have been built way before the show even started. But I do like Britain's relationship with Contessa. That, I think, was fun to watch. Yeah, it's real. Like, I've been around them outside of, like, the cameras. They really are. Um, they really are tight. They're thick as thieves, so. Right, right. Um, what was your take on seeing Imani kind of go through a hard time this past season with her divorce on the show and kind of seeing that play out? Um, It was a little, it was like, it was hard for me because I don't, I mean, I know that we're supposed to be talking about our lives, but I just felt like it was so, um, it was just a lot going on. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like I thought she was going through stuff with that and then filming and then work and, and kind of like the dynamic with her son. It just, to me was a lot. Um, so it made me want to like, really like be more kind and more sensitive and more protective of her. I think that's the mode I went into. I Mm -hmm. understood what was going on. So I was, I turned into like a, (laughs) like a protector. Like I didn't like some of the stuff that I saw about like what people were saying and doing when she was dealing with that. And so I don't know, just divorce is hard. I get it. I got kids. My husband and I have been through a lot. We've been separated before and all of that. And it just really impacts your kids negatively. 
Um, and so my first thought was her son. Right. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't fun to watch at all. Right. And um, I know she's very busy now, and especially um, I know even over the past year, and I know her. Your husband works with her, but. Is there any update? How's she doing overall? Which, I mean, it seems like on social media, she's keeping busy, doing very well for herself. Yeah, I mean, she's just a high performer. So the truth is, is that even my husband didn't know what she was going through at work wow. because she um, she just always just does her job and mm-hmm. she just shows up and just does her job. So it was um, so to be honest with you, she always that was part of what we brought up during the season. She just always has on a brave face, even when she's not. So I think she's doing great. I mean, you know, we check in and she seems to be doing fine. And she always has been, though. So. Right. Uh, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Then another situation was um, Jasmine <clears throat> was kind of very harsh on Kendra with her weight loss and the food and kind of going a little bit overboard or a lot overboard with the food thing and taking food away from her while she was eating and just that kind of thing. So what was your take on that? Yeah, I honestly, looking back at it, I feel like the message is really dangerous Mm -hmm. and I didn't like it. I was vocal about it while we were filming. Um, You saw some of it, but not all of it. And, you know, I'm a mom, I'm a mom of girls. And one of my daughters is, is really, really fit and she's super skinny. And then I have another daughter that is just, um, she's, she just has a different body type. Right. And that Mm -hmm. doesn't mean anything, but they're just built differently. And I would never want my kids to see something on TV or something in me that makes them not be okay with who they are. And I felt like a lot of what I saw I didn't like it. It felt mean spirited. It felt over the top. It didn't feel like it was coming from a genuine and nice place. And we didn't, like I said, we didn't talk about it. Kendra just had a baby. Mm-hmm. Like she literally just had a baby. And so I didn't like it. I didn't. And I don't know that you can blame Jasmine entirely for it because it's also to what was um, the focus of um, a lot of what we were filming. And I just mm-hmm. think that that message no matter what show, what network, that's a dangerous message to send young women that they need to look that way. Jasmine doesn't look like the typical woman. Like women don't look like that. Women don't right. work out twice a day and eat egg whites. And that's not realistic. And I don't think that it's safe. And I don't think that it's responsible to push a narrative that that is, that is normal. It's not. Right. Right. Of course. Yes, I totally agree. Now, looking back on season two, um, what was your favorite moment that you look back on and just makes you laugh or you enjoyed the most um, thinking back on it? Um, Hands down, it was the bus ride to um, Palm Springs. We got drunk. (laughs) We got high. We had so much fun. We were turned. It was like college remix all over again. <laughs> so um I don't know if you can tell from watching it but we had the time of our life I was crying so hard from laughing it was just a ball so much fun yes that's awesome and I think the Palm Springs the trip looked like a lot of fun in general um and I'm sure there's a lot that you guys did on the trip and uh that we really didn't get to see because it you know they don't can we show so much? And I can't even remember. It was 
wasn't even that old. It was maybe, was it like one or two episodes that they only showed of it? I'm sure there's a lot more fun moments that you guys had. Yeah, Palm Springs could have been a whole season. I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mess. Yes. The other um, part that I remember in the finale, um, you got in that big, um, that big ball and like was rolling around. And I can't remember, did, did they, was it something like, did Jasmine or someone like she like pushed you into like the water? Yeah, Jasmine like, pushed me in. Isn't that crazy? Yes. Was it that, was it that like serious or like in real life or what was that situation? Cause I remember seeing that and I was like, what is going on? Yeah, it was that serious. But to be honest with you, I was so, I was so drunk. Like we were drunk. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll say this. I was so drunk. So like, uh-huh. I do remember hitting my head, but I just remember like, bitch, you got to get up. You got to get up. Don't fall. Stay up. Right. Um, right. <laughs> Do you remember, was it so, fun yeah. being in that big ball? And No, it wasn't. It looked fun from a distance, and then when I got in, it got really scary. I bet. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. I'm so crazy. So yeah. crazy. Yeah, I watched it back with my daughter and my husband, and I could just see in their faces that they were so embarrassed. Oh. Like... <laughs> no, not embarrassing. No. <laughs> yeah, what did your kids think of the show? Um, My daughter... Um, kind of probably felt the way that most viewers felt. She's like, Mom, why didn't they show your stores? Why didn't they show us at home? She kind of um she felt that way. So um, but she she liked she liked that I did the show. Mm -hmm. Like that I did it. Because yeah, I didn't even think about that. So they did film, um, your family did film and um to not have that shown, oh that's yeah, that's definitely hard to a hard pill to swallow because you look forward to seeing it. And I'm sure they were excited to see themselves on TV more and your wife at right. home. Oh, that's hard. Yeah. So, yes. yeah, but I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> right. Right. Hey, you never know. There, there could be more opportunities in the future. So, so true. Uh, Right. You could always move to Atlanta. I mean, that'd be hard with your businesses and stuff, but your husband, but you could always move to Atlanta and be on Married to Medicine in Atlanta. Oh, yeah. You never know. I went out. I was there in Atlanta for a while. So you never know. Right. Right. Uh, But what was your reaction to the Married to Medicine Atlanta season eight trailer and all of the stuff that they have done, especially during COVID. I'm like really excited because they did a lot. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be a great season. Um, I was down there while they were filming. I got to hang out with the ladies. I just think it's going to be great. Like um, the new wife. Well, I, I don't, I mean, I think her name is out there now. Bravo announces I could say it, but Anita yeah, it's amazing. Okay. Um, I think she's going to be a great addition to the show. She's a lot of fun. She's super cool. Um, I just, I just think this is going to be a really great season. Yes. Um, and then trying to think, were you, by the time when you were there visiting with the ladies, was Lisa Nicole back around by then or did she come back later? You know, I didn't get to, I think probably by the time I came was like midway through, she might've been filming, but I I never, I haven't met her and I didn't get to interact with her. Um, yeah, so I don't know when she came on. 
um, you know, I kind of just know my my group and my group is like, uh, you know, I got to uh, hang out with Toya. Toya was um, and Kendra were really cool. And when I went to Atlanta with Kendra, I got to know Toya a little bit more. And she's really dope. Amazing. Awesome. And then I had been friends with Heavenly. So, you know, I've gone out there to be with. Her. Yes. Yes. That's awesome. Um, um, now, outside of Married to Medicine, um, what is your favorite Bravo show or favorite Housewives franchise out of all of them besides, I know you love Mary to Medicine, but a different one. Definitely Potomac. Oh, yes. Potomac's great. Yeah, it's, um, it took my, I used to watch Atlanta, but I just, uh, I'm a big NeNe fan. Everybody says I look like her, but I do feel like (laughs) NeNe is the show, and it's just hard for me to like kind of be connected to the show without Nene. Now it's just my personal opinion. So I really, um, Potomac is like my show. Like I'm like, when are they coming back on? Come on now. Yes, yes. But I think Potomac's been great. Um, and the last season, I loved it. And I know a lot of people loved it, even though the, it was difficult because of the big fight. But oh, it was so good, and I think they always, their seasons keep getting better and better each season, so I'm hoping even this season, I've heard good things about it so far, so I'm excited. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm curious to see how it's all going to play out now that Monique has announced that she's not coming back, so I'm really curious uh, to see what the dynamic to be without her. Um, but yeah, I, I love them all, and you know, even Candace, you know, people don't like Candace, but Candace is a little firecracker. I just, I, I love yes, her. I love her. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been approached to do Housewives or anything? Like, has there ever been any interest in you doing it? Um, no, I don't, to be honest with you, I don't think I would be a good fit for like the housewife thing because I do have, um, a very similar lifestyle, but I don't live my life like that. Um, uh, I have an amazing house in Beverly Hills, but I would never be, um, I don't know. It just would probably be a little bit outside of my comfort zone to be pulling up in my Mercedes and, 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 and doing some of the things that they do. And it's cool because I do it. I just don't know that I would be okay doing it on camera. Um, yeah, but I have been approached to do other shows, so we never know, you know, but most of the offers. I get are more in the business lane. So I'm, yeah, I'm considering some offers and talking to some people, but I think if I do decide to do something else on television, it's going to be more focused on my businesses and kind of show the dynamic there. That would be good. Oh my gosh. I think that would definitely be good. Those kind of shows can do well too. And I think, yeah, I think it'd be great to see your business and you as a boss and (laughs) Yes, definitely. Especially now with this big publication, I get every week I get to interact with some amazing woman. Like it's just like when we get our call sheets and when we get our, our, our interest letters, I'm like, man, these are some amazing people that are considering being in our magazine. Um, so I would love to be able to show people the process of putting together such a big publication like Hyper. It's a big deal. Like we have almost a, a million um, impressions every month on our website. So there's tons of people watching. They want to see what we're doing. And so I think it would be great to take it to TV. Wow. Yes. And oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I didn't even, I meant to ask all about that. So 
Yeah, so let's talk about, before we go, let's talk about your your very successful businesses. So you have your store, and now you have this magazine and publication. So tell me about all that you have going on business-wise. Yeah, so I I have the Girl Cave LA, which is the largest Black-owned beauty supply chain in the country. We have locations in California, um, Orange County, South LA, Inglewood. We have locations in Dallas, Texas. We're going to be opening up in other cities and states um, really soon. We have a lot of new locations in the pipeline. So I would say by the end of this year, we'll probably have another two or three locations. So that's one part. And then I own um, Hyper now. It's a huge publication. It's been around for 30 years. It really is like a nod to um, Black hairstylists and Black creatives. It um, celebrates Black hair culture. We have tons of advertisers, tons of subscribers. So my job is to really make sure that every month we're curating stories and content that makes sense for our readers. Um, but with that, like, I, I wish I could tell you like our editorial calendar, like I'm, we're shooting some dope people, like people that it just blows my mind. Like, oh my God, they agreed to do it. Like, it's just amazing. It's really amazing. So, um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. What's going on and all the other stuff my husband and I do. We have a bar and lounge in Inglewood and we have a juice bar in Boyle Heights and he has his addiction clinic here in Calabasas. So we just have so much going on, but it's fun because I get to work with my husband and my employees are my friends and we, uh, well, they become my friends and we just get to do what we love every day. It's so good. I feel so blessed. Oh, that's awesome. I'm so happy for you and all that you have going on, especially during this crazy time in the world. I think that's awesome. Yeah, it it is. It's a blessing. It really is. Because I know so many people lost their ability to, you know, provide for themselves. And so my greatest thing that I feel so proud about is that we didn't have to lay off anybody during the pandemic. We kept all of our businesses afloat and our employees stuck it out with us. So I'm just, you know, I felt a huge responsibility. So I feel blessed to be able to employ people and take care of my family with our businesses. Good. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. so glad. Um, but again, thank you so, so much for doing this. Um, I really appreciate it. I adore you. And um, I'm excited to see what the future holds. Yes, the feeling is mutual. Thank you for having me. Thank you guys so much for listening to my interview with Leah Diaz from Married to Medicine Los Angeles. I hope you guys enjoyed it. And if you did enjoy the episode, please subscribe and leave a review. Um, That would mean the world to me. Um, But again, thank you guys so much for listening. If you love this podcast, you can follow um, our social media. It is at Reality Talk Podcast on Instagram. And I'm in the process of making a twitter and there will be a lot of cool things on there like um i'll be live tweeting on it talking about um upcoming guests and if you have questions for them um i'll be asking for that and an opportunity to possibly be on the podcast so there's a lot of exciting things coming um but it's all thanks to your support and you can actually also follow my personal social media it's at jackson seth 35 on twitter and instagram but again thank you guys so much for listening i'll see you next time